Welcome to PlayStation Daily. I'm John Blanco, and today we are deciding on the Mount Rushmore of PlayStation. Come on, Mount Rushmores are fun. Let's talk about my Mount Rushmore of PlayStation characters. Now, I'm almost afraid to do this episode because no one is going to agree on my four. Um, I don't even agree on my four. (laughs) But uh, I'm going to talk through who I think the Mount Rushmore is, and then we will have a bunch of, you know, honorable mentions we'll talk about after. I don't want to do them up front because it'll kind of give away the four. So what am I looking for in a Mount Rushmore? What I'm looking for is the four characters that most represent Sony PlayStation. And I'm kind of focused on today. It's easy to go back and come up with a Mount Rushmore for just the PS1 era or two or three or four or five. I'm focused on when we think about PlayStation, when we see these characters, they are so associated with PlayStation um, that it's nuts. And um, I've got it down to who I comfortably feel like are the four. And let's just start it right off. And these are going to be in no particular order. In fact, they're just the order that I have them in my notes. So don't take this as a ranking or anything like that. First one has got to be Ellie. Ellie is from the Last of Us series. I regard these Last of Us games as just some of the greatest games in gaming history. Uh, Part one, part two are incredible Um, Incredible stories, incredible gameplay. Uh, The motion capture is top-notch. These are Hall of Fame games. And I could have gone with Joel or Ellie, obviously. Uh, But I went with Ellie because of her starring role in the second game. Just sort of clinched it over Joel. I also feel like Ellie has the more bursting personality. I love Joel's sort of stubbornness, especially in the first game. But Ellie's humor and lightheartedness is what gets you through that first game. And while that mood changes in the second game, it is her it is still her personality that comes out and her dedication that just wins you over. And it's no surprise that Ellie is my avatar on my uh, PlayStation account. So I'm going to go with Ellie and we all can't wait for The Last of Us Part Three. You know, it's coming. All right. Number two on my Mount Rushmore, Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake is the star of Uncharted, and I hope you've played Uncharted. I really do. Uh, Uncharted first appeared on the PS3, so it's, you know, just like with uh, Ellie, like, it, its first appearance is pretty late. They both first appeared on PS3, and uh, it's crazy to think that Nathan Drake only first appeared, what, 16 years ago? But we had Uncharted, Uncharted 2, and I played both of those games with my wife. We had a great time. It was like just when the kids were were starting to appear. And then we sort of fell off, and I didn't play any Uncharted games after that. I didn't get to 3. Still haven't gotten to 3. Um, and I didn't get to 4 until like, you know, last year or so. But uh, Nathan Drake, what a great character. He kind of brings humor to adventuring. He's, you know, the, the male Lara Croft in some respects, but 
the games are what really propel the character. It's not so much that the character is well voice acted and and funny and keeps you going, but the games are so good too. And we have such a great pantheon of games. One, two, I haven't played three, but I hear it's great. Four, Lost Legacy. And then there is like some mobile games that appeared too. I didn't love the, the mobile games, but uh, not mobile. I mean the portable games. But uh, Nathan Drake, what a great character. And when I got back to Uncharted 4 last year, it's like, wow, this is just fantastic. Uh, I really do need to get to three and maybe just play through them all again. And my son, Cedric, doesn't play many single-player adventure games, but he actually did play the original Uncharted a few years ago and finished it. So that tells you how good that game is. And that game has aged quite a bit. It is not what it is in my mind's eye. But Nathan Drake definitely belongs in the Mount Rushmore of PlayStation games. Uh, just like with Ellie, they've only ever appeared, you know, at least on console anyway, on a Sony PlayStation. Okay, number three is my most controversial pick, and it is Kratos. And I say it is my most controversial pick because I actually don't like Kratos. Uh, I, I played the first game uh, through, uh, the original God of War, which was a PS2 game, 2005. Wow. And I feel like I played a PS3 collection of that game, though. Yeah, I definitely had it on PS3 in a, in a collection format. I'm not sure exactly, but I don't, I don't think I did play it on PS2. I never owned it, that's for sure. But it, more of like a beat-em-up game. Very cool, love his weapons. Um, you know, it was just kind of go through, beat up a bunch of dudes, power up, get stronger, that sort of thing. And that's how the first few games went. But it was the reboot. Um, and you could have said he might have been on a Mount Rushmore at some point. But it was the the reboot, reboot from 2018, which really propelled him because that game really put him into a kind of a classic PlayStation style where um, he was a, like a motion captured character. And, you know, the same same booming voice voice actor is fantastic um, for Kratos. And I think that really helps him, too. And now we have Ragnarok, which I haven't gotten to yet. But yeah, I feel like with Kratos, when you see Kratos, immediately it's PlayStation. He's only ever appeared on PlayStation. Um, a fantastic character. I don't love him. I think he's he doesn't have the the well, like what Ellie and Nathan Drake have. Kratos doesn't have. He's kind of a grump, and um, sometimes that's the charm of the character. Uh, but it's it's just played so well. It's uh, endearing in some ways. Like I said, not my favorite, but I think he belongs on this Mount Rushmore, and I'm trying to put together an objective list here. So Kratos goes on there. Um, also the longest, uh, oldest character uh, for the PlayStation that will appear on my Mount Rushmore because my number four on Mount Rushmore is Spider-Man. That's right. I'm putting freaking Spider-Man on here. And you might be angry right now because I've missed a bunch of people that you had in your mind. But the thing is, Spider-Man right now, because of the strength of that original game, which was only 2019, I had to double check that. 2019? The strength of how fantastic the original Spider- the, the Spider-Man game that we know and love uh, on PS4 and now PS5 um, has really propelled him. Uh, you know, over a year later, we saw Miles Morales, which became a launch title for the PS5. And it was a smaller game. Obviously, I think they really wanted that to be a launch title. But just absolutely fantastic. 
And now we're on the cusp of Spider-Man 2, which is just the seismic launch title for PlayStation. And that quickly, three games, it has gone from a surprise mega hit to this is carrying all of 20. One of my my first episodes talked about how this is really carrying 2023. And um, it deserves it because those games were fantastic. I actually loved Miles Morales more, I think because it was smaller and I burned myself out on Spider-Man trying to 100% it. But playing all those DLCs was a lot of fun. Spider-Man had tons of DLCs and I actually do want to go back and play it again. And Spider-Man 2... I just can't wait to get into this open world. It's going to be very open world and just go questing. And his humor is infectious. Um, You see the same thing, like I said, with Ellie, with Nathan Drake. You get carried through these big, longer open world games because of their their character, their humor. And Spider-Man, I don't even have to describe Spider-Man's humor. It's, It's just infectious and funny and witty and punny. And I love it. And don't forget that when Marvel's Avengers was announced, that remember PlayStation would exclusively have Spider-Man in the game in a in a in an update, and that update did come, and that was a big deal. I remember people being so angry because Sony owns Spider-Man in a way, and I remember being I hear people so angry that you know their version of the game, right, the Xbox version of the game, won't have Spider-Man, and I sympathize, but I didn't really see it as a big deal at the time. I didn't really care. I'm not a huge superhero guy, but now I sort of get it. Now I sort of get it. Um, Spider-Man's just a really cool character. I hadn't played Spider-Man at that point, and I sort of get it. So Spider-Man is huge for PlayStation right now. A superhero just drops in. And that's my Mount Rushmore. Ellie, Nathan Drake, Kratos, Spider-Man. Now let me quickly go into the honorable mentions because I know you've got them on your head. And I know Esten is out there screaming at me right now because I passed up on Aloy. And let me tell you, Aloy was my number five. If they ever add a head to the Mount Rushmore, Aloy fits in. Um, You know, Aloy, Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Forbidden West. I love those games. They first started in 2017. So they're fairly recent, but... Um, she still got passed up by Spider-Man there. The The reason why she doesn't end up on the Mount Rushmore is because to a lot of people, Aloy doesn't, um, she doesn't have that seismic impact, right? She is going to um, sell systems because the games are really good, but Spider-Man can sell systems because he has such a, a recognizability to him and the games were so good as well. I think Aloy can make it. I would love to see the third entry in the Horizon series be a little bit different. I love Forbidden West to death, but it was like the same sort of game. And I feel like the third game will sort of end that trilogy and then maybe it'll go off in some different directions. But I think that's what Aloy is going to need to really move into this top four. I also uh, considered Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. And it's because Cloud represents... Like when Sony truly replaced Nintendo, when the PS1 really put Nintendo 64 to bed is when Final Fantasy VII showed up on that system and Nintendo 64 not only didn't have it, but there's no way they could have done it. It's what CD gaming was bringing. And until Final Fantasy VII got ported to the Switch in 2019, it was just Cloud was PlayStation. And I remember when he was added to uh, Super Smash Brothers, it was such a big deal. It was like, oh my God, Cloud is in Super Smash Brothers. It was crazy. Um, also, Solid Snake, I think, 
get some kudos, almost making it to the Mount Rushmore. Uh, very similar to Cloud. It just represented this seismic shift in gaming on PS1. I actually haven't played a, a, any Metal Gear game all the way through. I've, I've dabbled in several, but I've never played them all the way through. But a very cool character. Another character that came to Super Smash Brothers and, and was amazing. Um, but yeah, like very much associated with, with PlayStation. And then two more characters that I think are the most mascotty for PlayStation. And you can make an argument that one or the other should be on this Mount Rushmore. One is clearly Sackboy. I think he is the most mascot character that Sony has right now. Uh, Little Big Planet showed up in 2008. And, um, you know, I think I think Sackboy kind of puts Crash Bandicoot to bed. Um, Crash Bandicoot was more of a representative during the PS1, PS2 era, but I think those days are gone. Uh, in fact, I think he's owned by Xbox now, <laughs> so I don't know. But, um, you know, Crash Bandicoot, uh, you know, we, we only had the one game recently and the Crash Team Racing, you know, no big deal. Sackboy is sort of that mascot uh, game. He just, Sackboy needs an incredible game. And Sackboy A Big Adventure came very close, but Sackboy needs to transcend a little bit. And then Astrobot. I love Astrobot. The first game I ever played was Astro's Playroom. That's the game that comes with the PS5, and I love it. Uh, absolutely fantastic. That's a game you should try to 100%. I really hope we see a bigger version of that game um, where he can kind of compete with like the Mario types. I mean, Playroom was fantastic, and I love that it wasn't too long. But yeah, like he needs his own full game. Largely, Astrobot is held back by the fact that his games are locked behind you know, tech demos, you know, PS camera demos, v PS VR demos. Um, so he doesn't get that exposure. He doesn't have like games where he's like in that are just normally playable, like Playroom. But he has the most potential to move up on this list. He, she, I don't know what Astrobot is. Uh, the most potential to move up on this list. So keep an eye on that Astrobot. Astrobot makes great games. It's also why you're going to see PlayStation continue to have gimmicks because I think that's where Astrobot excels, and I still can't get over how great uh, the game is on a PS5. But that's my Mount Rushmore. Ellie, Nathan Drake, Kratos, Spider-Man. I'm expecting some emails for this one. PlayStation Daily is your daily podcast for everything Sony PlayStation, and you can find us on all your favorite podcasting apps. You can send me feedback about who I missed on the Mount Rushmore by sending an email to PlayStationDailyPod at gmail.com. I hope you've enjoyed today's pod. Don't get angry. Happy gaming. And until next time. PlayStation.